Hello, good morning, and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Jerusalem, where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna, and I'll be your reader today. Today is Thursday, the 30th of December, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 26th of Tevet. This week, our parasha is called Va'era, which means I appeared. And today's reading is the fifth reading, the fifth Aliyah, Exodus 8, 11 through 22. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. The frogs shall depart from you and from your houses and from your servants and from your people. They shall remain in the Nile only. Then Moshe and Aaron went out from Paro, and Moshe cried to the Lord concerning the frogs which he had brought on Paro. And the Lord did according to the word of Moshe, and the frogs died out of the houses, out of the courts, and out of the fields. They gathered them together in heaps, and the land stank. But when Paro saw that there was a respite, he hardened his heart and did not listen to them, as the Lord had spoken. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Tell Aaron, stretch out your staff and strike the dust of the earth, that it may become lice through all the land of Egypt. They did so, and Aaron stretched out his hand with his staff and struck the dust of the earth, and there were lice on man and on animal. All the dust of the earth became lice throughout all the land of Egypt. Now the magicians tried with their enchantments to produce lice, but they could not. There were lice on man and on animal. Then the magician said to Paro, This is God's finger. But Paro's heart was hardened, and he did not listen to them as the Lord had spoken. Now the Lord said to Moshe, Rise up early in the morning and stand before Paro. Behold, he comes out to the water and tell him, This is what the Lord says, Let my people go that they may serve me. Else, if you will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms on you and on your servants and on your people and into your houses. The houses of the Egyptians shall be full of swarms and also the ground they are on. I will set apart in that day the land of Goshen, in which my people dwell, that no swarms shall be there. To the end you may know that I am the Lord on the earth. That was Exodus eight eleven through 22. However, if you are reading a Bible which follows the Hebrew verse counting, it was Exodus 8, verse 7 through 18. Our portion today from the prophets is 2 Samuel 14. Now Yoav, the son of Tzeruyah, 
perceived that the king's heart was toward Avshalom. And Yoav sent to Tekoa and brought a wise woman from there and said to her, Please act like a mourner and put on mourning clothing, please, and do not anoint yourself with oil, but be as a woman who has mourned a long time for the dead. Go into the king and speak like this to him. So Yoav put the words in her mouth. Now when the woman of Tekoa spoke to the king, she fell on her face to the ground, prostrated herself, and said, Help, O king. Then the king said to her, What ails you? She answered, Truly I am a widow, and my husband is dead. Your servant had two sons, and they both fought together in the field, and there was no one to part them, but the one struck the other and killed him. Behold, the whole family has risen against your servant, and they say, Deliver him who struck his brother, that we may kill him for the life of his brother whom he killed, and so destroy the heir also. Thus they would quench my coal which is left, and would leave to my husband neither name nor remainder on the surface of the earth. Then the king said to the woman, Go to your house, and I will give a command concerning you. The woman of Tekoa said to the king, My lord, O king, may the iniquity be on me and on my father's house, and may the king and his throne be guiltless. So the king said, Whoever says anything to you, bring him to me, and he will not bother you any more. Then she said, Please let the king remember the Lord your God, that the avenger of blood destroy no more, so that my son will not be destroyed. He said, As the Lord lives, not one hair of your son shall fall to the earth. Then the woman said, Please let your servant speak a word to my lord the king. He said, Say on. The woman said, Why then have you devised such a thing against the people of God? For in speaking this word, the king is as one who is guilty, in that the king does not bring home again his banished one. For we must die, and are like water spilled on the ground, which cannot be gathered up again. Neither does God take away life, but devises means that he who is banished not be an outcast from him. Now therefore, seeing that I have come to speak this word to my lord the king, it is because the people have made me afraid. Your servant said, I will now speak to the king. It may be that the king will perform the request of his servant. For the king will hear to deliver his servant out of the hand of the man who would destroy me and my son together out of the inheritance of God. Then your servant said, Please, let the word of my lord the king bring rest. For as an angel of God, so is my lord the king to discern good and bad. May the Lord your God be with you. Then the king answered the woman, Please, do not hide anything from me that I ask you. The woman said, Let my lord the king now speak. So the king said, Is the hand of Yoav with you in all this? The woman answered, As your soul lives, my lord the king, no one can turn to the right hand or to the left from anything that my lord the king has spoken. For your servant Yoav urged me, and he put all these words in the mouth of your servant.'
Your servant Yoav has done this thing to change the face of the matter. My Lord is wise, according to the wisdom of an angel of God, to know all things that are in the earth. The king said to Yoav, Behold now, I have done this thing. Go therefore and bring the young man Avshalom back. And Yoav fell to the ground on his face, prostrated himself, and blessed the king. Then Yoav said, Today your servant knows that I have found favor in your sight, my lord the king, in that the king has performed the request of his servant. So Yoav arose and went to Geshur and brought Avshalom to Jerusalem. And the king said, Let him return to his own house, but let him not see my face. So Avshalom returned to his own house and did not see the king's face. Now in all Israel there was no one to be so much praised as Avshalom for his beauty. From the sole of his foot even to the crown of his head there was no blemish in him. When he cut the hair of his head, now it was at every year's end that he cut it, because it was heavy on him, therefore he cut it. He weighed the hair of his head at two hundred shekels, after the king's weight. Three sons were born to Avshalom, and one daughter, whose name was Tamar. She was a woman with a beautiful face. Avshalom lived two full years in Jerusalem, and he did not see the king's face. Then Avshalom sent for Yoav to send him to the king, but he would not come to him. Then he sent again a second time, but he would not come. So he said to his servants, Behold, Yoav's field is near mine, and he has barley there. Go and set it on fire. So Avshalom's servants set the field on fire. Then Yoav arose and came to Avshalom to his house and said to him, Why have your servants set my field on fire? Avshalom answered Yoav, Behold, I sent to you, saying, Come here, that I may send you to the king, to say, Why have I come from Geshur? It would be better for me to be there still. Now therefore let me see the king's face, and if there is iniquity in me, let him kill me. So Yoav came to the king and told him, and when he had called for Avshalom, he came to the king, and bowed himself on his face to the ground before the king, and the king kissed Avshalom. That was Second Samuel, or Shmuel, chapter 14. Today's portion from the writings is Psalm 81. For the Chief Musician on an Instrument of Gat by Asaf Sing aloud to God our strength. Make a joyful shout to the God of Yaakov. Raise a song and bring here the tambourine, the pleasant lyre with the harp. Blow the shofar at Rosh Chodesh, at the full moon on our feast day. For it is a statute for Israel, an ordinance of the God of Yaakov, he appointed it in Yosef for a covenant when he went out over the land of Egypt. I heard a language that I did not know. I removed his shoulder from the burden. His hands were freed from the basket. You called in trouble, and I delivered you. I answered you in the secret place of thunder. I tested you at the waters of Merivah.
Selah. Hear, my people, and I will testify to you. Israel, if you would listen to me, there shall be no strange God in you, neither shall you worship any foreign God. I am the Lord your God, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people did not listen to my voice. Israel desired none of me. So I let them go after the stubbornness of their hearts, that they might walk in their own counsels. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. I would soon subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their adversaries. The haters of the Lord would cringe before him, and their punishment would last forever. But he would have also fed them with the finest of the wheat, I will satisfy you with honey out of the rock. That was Psalm 81. Today's portion from the Apostles is Lucas, Luke 9, 1 through 26. And he called the twelve together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And he said to them, Take nothing for your journey, no staffs, no wallet, nor bread, nor money, and do not have two coats each. Into whatever house you enter, stay there and depart from there. And as many as do not receive you, when you depart from the city, shake off even the dust from your feet as a testimony against them. And they departed and went throughout the villages, proclaiming the good news and healing everywhere. Now Herod the Tetrarch heard of all that was done by him, and he was very perplexed, because it was said by some that Yohanan had risen from the dead and by some that Eliyahu had appeared, and by others that one of the old prophets had risen again. Herod said, I beheaded Yohanan, but who is this about whom I hear such things? He sought to see him. And the emissaries, when they had returned, told him what things they had done, and he took them and withdrew apart to a desert region of a city called Bethsaida. But the multitudes, having perceived it, followed him. He welcomed them, spoke to them of the kingdom of God, and he cured those who needed healing. Now the day began to wear away, and the twelve came and said to him, Send the multitude away, that they may go into the surrounding villages and farms, and lodge and get food, for we are here in a deserted place. But he said to them, You give them something to eat. They said, We have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we should go and buy food for all these people. For they were about five thousand men, he said to his disciples. Make them sit down in groups of about fifty each. And they did so, and made them all sit down. And he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed them, broke them, and gave them to the disciples to set before the multitude. And they ate, and were all filled, 
and they gathered up twelve baskets of broken pieces that were left over. And it came to pass, as he was praying alone, that the disciples were with him, and he asked them, Who do the multitudes say that I am? They answered and said, Yohanan the Immerser, but others say Eliyahu, and others, that one of the old prophets has risen again. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered and said, The Messiah of God. But he warned them and commanded them to tell this to no one, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief Kohanim and Torah teachers, and be killed and be raised the third day. And he said to all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever will lose his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits his own self? For whoever will be ashamed of me and of my words, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. That was Luke 9, 1-26. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Ephesians 3 also. Thank you for listening and following along with us as we read the scriptures this year. May you have a blessed day. May you go in the Shalom of God. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time. Thank you.